0: chad hi cameron what is it it is march 11th it was 311 the band 311 i can't remember what their music is but they they have it they did it you're right it's opinions are cheap with cameron and chad fuck i was so wrong and so right at the same time did you enjoy
1: did you enjoy your your march 10th
0: oh the mario day
1: i guess i don't i i feel like of all the forced ones At least the Mario one doesn't get annoying.
0: Yeah, like, I saw it, and I was like, that's cute, but I didn't, like, retweet it or share it on Facebook or anything, and and didn't think about it for the rest of the day. But it's not like
1: it completely dominates everything the whole day. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like May 4th, do, do you get it? Do you get it? It's May 4th. May 4th is next week. Hope you guys are excited about May 4th.
0: I feel like, like just... pie day can be kind of fun unless you're around people who care, and then they bring it up more than once a year, and you're like, "No, nah, I, I, it's just just funny when it happens, and then we move on." Or an ex- excuse to get a pie. I don't know. I like pie. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I don't know. Do you like numbers? Numbers are fine.
1: I don't like numbers. I so I'm really bad at card games, and um. And Alex got me to try that new Hearthstone mode where it's like for dumb babies because you don't make a deck and it's just sure. random luck anyways. And it also plays the game for you. And I'm like, I got I got fifth place. I, I that's my high score.
0: So that's that, is, fun. Okay, I was to say, is there more to the story or is that the story? No, that's the whole story. Well, you know we, well, that's fun. We're gonna too. have Alex
1: on soon. I wanna talk about card games with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Alex is probably always down to come back. Plus, now that we've done a bunch of VR chat shit with them.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of VR and card games and Alex, we we played that really long Uno game. Um, you were you were right to leave early that night and not join us for Uno.
0: I feel like I'm always right to leave early and not join you guys for Uno.
1: That game went for so long. I I don't know how many times I got down to three cards and went back up to 28 cards. Oh my God. And it got to the point where it was literally just me and Tim. Like Alex was like, not only did Alex get like third place and he's like standing around for a while. He's kind of like, Hey, it's late. So I'm going to log off. And like, (laughs) it just kept going. And like and Tim's got this like real focus to it and we're like across the way from each other so we're like throwing cards back and forth and I'm I'm trying to form a strategy with what I have but it's it, when you're doing one on one uno it's a very different strategy than when you're playing group uno so I'm trying to bank all the all the no cards I can to like um to chain those together right and it's just like I'd, I'd mess up the order and get uh, land on the wrong color by the end and mess everything up and it was, oh no back to square one it just kept going on and it was like I don't know how long the game actually went it might have been 40 minutes total that's still a long time for a card game and it's like it was so emotional by the end when it finally ended it's like me and Tim were like hugging and crying because it was <laughs> so it was like so much and it's like finally it's over we can do something else and then I hit the the play again button and it like teleported everybody back to the stands with full hands. Um, and I think Renoki started screaming. It was, it was a good night.
0: I liked, the um, the last thing we did, right? Where we were, we were, uh, making potions and becoming, oh, enemy yeah, that was cute. And, uh, And I was so, like, fixated on finding some of the clues to that world that I literally looked up a walkthrough after I was done because I was upset (laughs) that I couldn't fucking find everything. (laughs) We didn't even miss anything all that good because I was looking at all the models you could get. And some of them were all right, but, like, there's some weird ones that are just, like, references to other video games or anime that I don't watch. And so, like, they did nothing for me. And so it's like, I found the good one, the one I want, or the one I will keep anyways. But, like, yeah, it was, that was funny. Just uh, how that ended up shaking out and, and whatnot.
1: That was a cute world though. Um, you collect rupees and it was fun to like throw the ingredients into the magic pot.
0: Yeah. It was fun getting like a bunch of other people involved, and they're just like immediately on board for this weird bullshit. Like I don't know what it is about VR chat, but it's just like you understand the rules and that the rules are not real life and it's okay, so it's like, no, we're gonna play we're gonna play Harry Potter witch class and we're gonna, you know, potions class. We're gonna make make really cute anime girls for an hour. Like, this is this is the game now, and I'm hey. invested in this because I am here. Like, I'm physically in this world to some extent because I can move my hands and see them move. Did we ever look up Harry Potter? No, we keep fucking forgetting to do that. That's weird, right? Shouldn't that have come th- up before? I feel like we keep talking about it. It'll be like the end of the night, but you know what? Next week we are gotta look up Harry Potter, and then we just do something else so
1: Harry potter right now
0: i have a question for you um yeah we can either take this as a topic or not but so i was playing ping pong with my neighbor yesterday and we were having a good time we got done we came upstairs and and his wife uh teaches piano and so i saw a book on the on the coffee table and i picked it up it's really skinny and i started flipping through it and i was like oh this is this is kind of weird what is this you know because uh it was kind of a mess, but it was clearly, like, a book. And she's like, oh, one of my piano students wrote that. I was like, oh, that's neat. She's like, yeah, she's 10. I was like, oh, this changes how I view this now, right? Um, and so I, I'm reading it with through the lens of, like, okay, a 10-year-old wrote this. It kind of, okay, this is what works. You know, she's doing this right. She's doing this wrong, you know, kind of thing. And it got me to thinking, like, if a 10-year-old came up to me with this and said, can you give me advice... I don't know what I would tell them because at that age, like you're so just, I, I don't well I I don't know anything about children, right? Like I just, I barely relate to people my own age. Um, but like, you know, there's so much to learn yet. Right. So it's like you, how do you, how do you guide someone? And I was thinking the same thing with like with drawing. Cause I remember being in, uh, in middle school and like my brother was a decent artist and there'd be other people who were like, look, I drew Sonic and they would just draw like a blue circle and put like eyes on it. Whereas like, Joe's like, no, I'm actually drawing Sonic. I'm looking at what Sonic looks like and drawing him as a character. And you know, like what, if, if a 10 year old walked up to you with a drawing that was maybe good for a 10 year old, but still like clearly, you know, a child's drawing, you know, they've got a lot to learn. Like, how do you, how do you guide them? What, what, what's like a piece of advice you'd give them? Well,
1: primarily my advice is to keep doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no matter what, just literal practice has value to it. There's, um, Depending on what stages you're at, like what your knowledge and what your skill set is, it would be nice to practice and build within your skills so that they grow. But even if you just have really directionless practice, that alone is a skill that trains you to Focus on something and keep doing it, you know what I mean?, mm-hmm. I think there's a discipline that comes with that, so at the bare minimum, just get in the habit of keep writing, just keep on writing or drawing. um, I think the other thing is with uh with writing, you should really challenge yourself to read things that are outside of your comfort zone, yeah, like but really that's- figure out what you like and why you like it, but also broaden your horizons.
0: Yeah, and i it's funny, because I end up telling, like, writers my own age to do that more often, right? Because it, it is something that it's easy to not do. Uh, and it's its really important. And I mean, that even includes, like, read nonfiction. Read comic books. Read, you know, just, like, experiment with other things. It doesn't have to always be, like, I like fantasy, so I'm going to read all the fantasy books. It's like, no, man, read some sci-fi, because you can overlap that shit. Read some speculative fiction. Read some old-ass literature, like... There's just so much value in that. And so yeah, I was thinking like if if I ever met this person, that w- those would be like the two pieces of advice is keep writing and keep reading because everything else will come with time. I did tell uh I did tell Claire cuz she's having the piano student over today. I was like, "When you see her, uh let her know that her se- the the first paragraph of chapter 2 is really good cuz she had a prologue in chapter 1 and most of that was just kind of needless information. But it's like actually chapter two, if you would have started the story there, like this was a decent place to start it. Like there's a really attention-getting opener. Um has some decent imagery to it. You know, I'm just like, yeah, no, this was this is, you know, a good foundation here. You got you got something going. Like, and so I was I was pretty impressed with that. And it was cool just to see it. It was funny because like she was writing characters that she doesn't own. Uh she's Percy Jackson was one of them, and so I don't remember what the other one was. And so that was it. You know, I was like, well yeah, I, you know, I I wrote fan fiction when I was young too. Like, fuck it, we all do it's it's fine, but it's funny. Um but yeah, I thought that was that was kind of neat. I wanted to share that.
1: Yeah, I think uh I I remember an art teacher once told me to not do like fan art. And it's like that was maybe the worst advice you can give somebody.
0: Especially if they're younger and like they're No, this using- was in college. Oh, well, but it's the, still kind of bad advice in a way. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I've- the thing
1: is, that, that's basically like saying, don't do studies. Invent how to draw lines on your own.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's like, if
1: you don't understand the benefit of fan art, I I understood the intent of his advice was to make sure you do things that you can own. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, I go to Comic-Con and the people selling their art are like, Here, I painted Sailor Moon in this style. And it goes for $80 and it's like, hmm, interesting how my, my community college art teacher wasn't yeah. interested in making $80. It's,
0: I think it's a little different with art versus writing. Um, I, I don't, the older I get, the less value I see into fan fiction. Um, but like when you're oh, starting sort of. off, I, yeah, <laughs>
1: it, what's weird is that things have changed where we're getting to a point where like fan fiction's being adapted into Hollywood films now.
0: Yeah. Shit's fucked.
1: So it's kind of like, you know what? No, just do whatever. <laughs> I like I that really... one. Uh, Jenny Nicholson did that Star Wars fan fiction.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, What was it? Like Dark Moon Rising or Black mm-hmm. Moon Rising or something. And it's like clearly just Kylo Ren and Ray fan fiction. Like it's not that crazy. It's super basic and entry level, but then just randomly change names and sell it on Amazon. Yep. And it's like, hey, you know what? That's something.
0: It's funny because, like, every once in a while i have, like, a really good idea for, like, a My Little Pony fanfiction. And I don't know why I'm having these now that I'm, like, really far removed from the fandom. But I basically, it's like, oh, I could do My Little Pony crossovering with a Warhammer, like, so easy. And I might have talked about this already on the show. But, like, I'm still kind of thinking about just, like, throwing a bunch of shots back one night and, and hammering that out because I think it would be fun. But then it's like, I don't, I don't. There's value in having fun producing and making your art like it doesn't always have to be for money and that's something i kind of forget as i like work on short stories because i'm like oh well you know this short story is pretty good i can throw this in the list for like the next uh, collection i publish uh self-publish or or you know whatever right like oh i'm working on this book and if i make it a bit longer it's now a a full novel and i can charge this much when i self publish it on amazon if if uh, publishers don't pick it up which they probably won't and it's like no 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 like you can just write because it's fun, and you don't have to worry about all this shit. Like, just do things that are enjoyable sometimes, uh, because when it starts feeling like work, is when it really you stop wanting to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually you want to weigh your time and make sure that you're applying your energy in a way that is beneficial. Mm-hmm. But there is benefit to doing things you enjoy, and not yeah. necessarily for like immediate profit. So there is that kind of line to to think about.
0: There's a lot of gratification with fanfiction because people are actively looking for it. And so, like, you know, I'll post a story of my own creation and it'll get like 10 people will read it and maybe one person will like it. You do an MLP fanfic and like a couple hundred people might read it and like 10 or 12 of them will post comments that are usually positive. And you're like, oh, this is cool. Like, I like this. I like the gratification from strangers. Like, I I wish I didn't like it so much, but it is one of the reasons why I'm here. Like, I I can admit that.
1: There's also a unique benefit to having a target audience that will get the right exposure. Because if you write My Little Pony and Warhammer, the people that are going to click on that are interested in both of those things and also familiar enough with it that they'll understand your inside jokes. Also true. So it's a little different than just like, I hope I'm going to put my book in the bookstore and I hope some person that I literally have no idea about Picks it up and decides it's interesting. So it's kind of like, it's it's like easy mode in a way. Yeah, kind of. But that does give you sometimes more immediate feedback. Like when someone cares and they give you actual critique and advice, it's like, oh, thank you. Then you can apply that later.
0: I can't remember the last time I walked into a bookstore and picked up a book that I didn't intend to pick up.
1: Oh, no, that's not.
0: I just feel like. (laughs) Between the cost and the time commitment, like, no, no, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to talk to people whose tastes I like. Like, hey, what should I go buy? And then get a short list and then pick, you know, one or two from that. Or, oh, I've been meaning to read, you know, Asimov's Foundation series for a long time. I'm going to go finally do that. But there's a lot of decision that went into that decision. It wasn't just like, I'm just going to grab it, you know? Right. Which is the funny thing with music, where it's like, oh, yeah, YouTube's like, hey, listen to the song. like, okay. What if I don't like it, I'll leave in a minute, who gives a shit, right? Or if I like it, then I might start looking, you know, for more from the artist, and if I like that, I might go buy an album, like, because I don't consider music disposable, but when you have between three and, like, six minutes to see if you like it or not, like, that's such a short amount of time. You're sending me uh, MLP Warhammer fan art, and some of it is really good.
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting, and
0: I really want to write like them hanging out with some orc boys killing tyranids like I think that would be It's so stupid but I I want to do it. We'll see how the next like week or two goes. Uh if I have time, I, I might I might give it a go.
1: Yeah, it's always fun to have like pet projects for rainy day though. Mhm. I don't know. We're we're talking about like bastardized versions of things that we like and uh that brings us to today's topic that you suggested.
0: Yeah, so For those not in the know, uh, Nickelodeon is fucking with Spongebob, uh, I guess, and Paramount as well. Uh, And they're doing Camp Coral, where it's Spongebob and the gang as kids at summer camp. We talked about this, I think, a couple weeks ago. We're like, well, that's awful. Why would anybody do that? Uh, But episode one is on YouTube. Uh, if If you search Camp Coral series premiere, it will show up right away. Uh you get the whole twenty two minutes and I was like, you know what, Cameron, we should we should have a drink and we should watch this and see see what there is to see.
1: Yeah. In fact, I might I might down this water real fast and crack open my beer.
0: Mm. I'm I'm sipping gin. I poured myself two shots before we started. I counted like a good boy so I don't accidentally get too drunk tonight.
1: So you know uh you know Steve Hillenberg? Yes. Who is he?
0: He's the guy that invented Spongebob.
1: That's right. Um, And remember when he died?
0: Yeah, I was very sad.
1: Uh, You know who wasn't sad?
0: Nickelodeon.
1: Yes. Um, I love this. There's this great Steve Hillenburg quote. Um, He said in the animation business, you know, there's always this kind of joke where you run out of ideas. You just do Muppet babies. And, you know, one of these days they're going to want to do Spongebob babies. And that's when I'm out of here. And so I'm just thinking about that quote, and I'm looking at this still of Muppet Babies, and I'm like, mm, I need my beer.
0: So the other funny thing is, I remember a fan, I guess at one point, asked him if they would ever do a Patrick spinoff show. And <laughs> he said, no, I don't think that would work. And guess what Nickelodeon has in the works? is a fucking I, Patrick spinoff show.
1: Now, I did hear that they were toying with the idea of the Squidward spinoff show and they canceled that
0: which sucks because that's the one I want I relate with Squidward <laughs> and I want to see his transition from like kid in band class to depressed you know uh cashier at a restaurant right like I like there's a journey there that I'm on board for and I don't think children probably want to watch but I mean well, I do he-
1: <laughs> Here's here's my thing. If we're gonna talk about like weird spinoffs, I feel like the only way I want a Squidward show is if it's like on Adult Swim.
0: Yeah, that's fair. in
1: in the nature that they would like they took Space Ghost and then they're like, what if it was a late night talk show? And it almost doesn't make sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I almost kind of want like this is clearly not the same audience, but it's playing off of an understanding that the audience has. That's the only way that works.
0: Yeah, kind of like it's hard, right? Because I feel like child Squidward would be very different than adult Squidward. And I, I have a feeling when we're going to watch this, these characters are not going to be that different from their adult selves. It's going to be the exact same dynamic with a different coat of paint. And then worse jokes.
1: So, well, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, you know, I'm not big on IPAs, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, do you have an IPA? Mm-hmm. Cool. They're they're a bit much sometimes.
1: <laughs> Wanted to punish myself here, so I got the sublimely self-righteous black IPA from Stone.
0: How is it? Let's see. Also, what what, what proof is it before we start?
1: <laughs> oh my! You know what? That smells good. What is that? It does smell very hoppy, but. It's appealing. This is a 8.7.
0: Oh, that's actually a that's not bad for an IPA. I've definitely like seen like, you know, the 10 to 13% ones. I think an eight's probably gonna taste better.
1: It does taste good. It's good. very hoppy though. Yeah. I don't know that I'll get this again, but I won't feel bad finishing it off.
0: There you go. I feel like with an IPA, that first like quarter of the can kind of sucks. Then the, the second quarter is better, and then the last half is good.
1: Well, <laughs> I I took my first sip. Maybe we can get through this.
0: Okay, so should we start? And should I do a countdown?
1: <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: Nice. So I'm gonna push play, and three, two, one, play. Super for children seven years or older.
1: That's me. The Lucy Show.
0: Paramount Bless
1: where dreams come to die.
0: Oh boy. So I feel like this is already kind of a lot.
1: I don't care for this opening.
0: No. Which sucks because the original is so iconic. Oh, putting Steven hellenberg's name on this is doing him dirty. I don't really like that, like the art style either. Like it's got that like f- made-for-TV 3D going on.
1: Yeah, I feel, I feel like, like it some, should look better. I think some things look better. Like SpongeBob himself doesn't look that bad. No. but I'm looking at these like blades of grass. It's like you shouldn't zoom in this close to them.
0: Yeah. Dear yeah. Senator Dodd. I feel it is my
2: duty to point out an alarming situation which exists here in Danfield. Because of rezoning in the county, our fire department has been transferred to Ridgebury. Many, many miles
0: okay. away. Okay. That poster had a pretty funny joke on it, where it's like rules, and it was all jazz must be smooth. All right.
1: That's,
2: that's,
0: that's kind of funny. That's a neat little like background gag. Don't you think you ought to send a record of hearts and flowers along? The way?
1: <laughs> Never mind. Redone. The animation itself, I kind of like.
0: Yeah, also like Patrick. Th- this is on the clearly side storyboarded
1: the- correctly. Yours very truly, Lucille Carmichael.
0: Read the P.S. That's the best part. Like, P.S. I like. Why is Sandy here? He doesn't meet her until they're adults. That is, if the polling place hasn't burned down. And then all of this like slapstick so far is doing nothing for me
1: our senator our congressman our councilman don't you think about time oh, okay I like know, pushing I the squidward off and forgetting about
0: him yeah it's pretty good you know, and somewhat accurate oh you know, but then nothing came of it right. yeah. why I set
1: that up uh, okay so I I want to be clear I'm going into this bitter so I'm not necessarily like trying to complain but I, I feel like I might not give it a fair shake because I just really don't care for this.
0: Yeah. The headcap of the Redberry Fire Department
2: talked to the whole school about fire prevention. Wow, that's more like it. He said now that we didn't have a fire department of our own, we have to be very careful about fire. I don't
0: understand what was going on. My
2: letter stirred up some action after all. You put it as all junior firemen. Good for you. What do you have to do? Why is? Check fire hazards in all homes. Good idea. So wait, Come on,
0: let's get started. why why is Mr. Krabs have baby Pearl? Like what? I don't understand the timeline now, but I guess. In our like I always assumed he wasn't that much older than SpongeBob, but I guess I don't really know how old SpongeBob is. Well, you're not supposed to either. Like it's not relevant.
2: You go ahead and check
0: to your heart's <sighs> Once again, Larry's like an adult, and the others, everybody else's kids. And I never got the impression that Larry was that much older than any of them.
2: Well, that's not my fault. I got that lamp at an auction. The cord was like that when I got it. A violation is a violation. (laughs) Look at that! What now? A greasy dust cloth. After using, greasy rags should be placed in a covered metal can. Very dangerous. Well, that's her fault. It's her dust cloth. Oh, now <laughs> wait a minute, just a second.
0: And it's like, that's look, it's Larry being Larry, but I think the voice actor is different. A violation is a
1: violation. I mean, it's the okay? What was the point of that scene? Oh, oh.
0: I don't know. Why is Bubble Bass here? Don't give us a fuck about Bubble Bass. I put some tape around it. He's great because he's in literally Why is one Kevin episode. here? Same, yeah. Same with fucking Kevin. I can't
1: afford a I don't. I don't necessarily want to see these one-off characters come back.
2: A violation <laughs> is a violation, yeah. Come on, Jerry we've got to check the kitchen. How do you like that? We're raising a couple of stool pigeons. <laughs> Can they put me in jail for a frazzled cord? Oh no, they won't put you in jail. They'll probably just condemn your house. Great.
0: I these feel scenes like this are is all like,
1: like worthless.
0: I like the fur on Sandy's face, though. Well, it's like in her
1: tail, like <laughs> yeah. There's there's elements that are handcrafted, and they they clearly like have thought put into them, and then other parts look very lazy. I'll get
0: like I like SpongeBob's facial expressions because they're just extremely exaggerated, and I feel like that's like really on brand for him, right? Like those make sense. Oh, well, yeah. There?
1: Um, I'm I'm trying to look at the backgrounds, and that shack that Plankton was in had a lot of neat details and shapes going on. But then it's like, here's this grass, and it just doesn't look that good.
0: Yeah, and then you got this this blue empty background, which is nor- fine with a cartoon. But I I I don't know if it, once you change the art style around, I expect something a bit different.
1: It just feels like something's missing. There's like a lack of depth or atmosphere or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Obviously, I feel like there's like no continuity to what we're seeing as far as why characters are where they're at.
1: I don't like how they're shaded. Like, I feel like all the characters have more form than the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Squidward looks like weirdly ugly, and I feel like it's it has to do with the shading or textures or something on him.
2: Now, Mrs. Carmichael. Yes? This cord here goes to the television set. That's right. Where does this other cord go? Well, that's connected to the, uh... Um, uh... Where does that cord go, Viv? Don't ask me. Well, now, it must go somewhere. Let's see here. Oh. Oh, here we are. goes right over here. Oh, and up there. Right along. Here we are. Goes
0: right in that like extension. the joke right now is that they're literally just wasting our time. Did you ever see that
1: uh oh, that. that Mega sixty four episode? That's pretty neat
0: job, isn't it? Which one?
1: The one where like they were wasting time. Like the like the whole theme of the episode was just boredom.
0: Oh, I don't think I did.
1: And it's like, the concept on paper... They talked about it afterwards, that it wasn't good. The the concept on paper was like, wouldn't it be like a funny anti-joke to set this stuff up, but it doesn't go anywhere? Sure. But then when you watch it for 20 minutes, and it's like, you know what? No, I guess it wasn't funny. Oh, here we
0: are. Here we are, right here. Like, there's so much hyperactive slapstick that... None of it's it's just literally wasting time.
1: Well, and some of this stuff isn't even that great. Like he's slipping on papers. No, no, no,
0: no, I didn't. I feel like if, if Mr. Krabs had this relationship with SpongeBob, he would never have hired him in the future.
1: Well also, like why is he act I mean, what does he care? Like why is he angry that there's a phone call? I get the premise that, like, there's build-up where it's Spongebob excited for his first jellyfish catch. And so the conflict will come from that not happening, but he wants it to. And it's like they didn't apply more thought into it after that.
0: I also feel like, though, if the conflict is, like, a character wants something, we're just gonna delay it, and that's, like, the thing, it's like, I don't know, maybe could you reorganize the conflict so the... I'm just not, like, a fan of this Is like, I guess the quote-unquote story.
1: See, I think this is a cute setup where he's walking so far with the phone. But I want, like, payoff? <laughs> I Like, I feel like he should be, like, tying people up with the phone cord, or like something more should be coming of it so you're the one. yeah and I'm just wondering if we're going to end up getting disappointed again because they keep setting up jokes that don't go anywhere
0: Okay, here we go we, so we got it okay good but I feel like the setup wasn't very good because you are gonna be like oh they should set this up and it turns out they were but we didn't get any visual for it it just sort of like oh and then apparently this happened off screen
1: well, wow, it really did turn off <laughs>
0: an off screen joke. Oh, really? Well
2: it's nice to know there'll be some men I can't believe Well actually, since so many men commute to New York, our volunteer fire department will be made up of women. Really? And seeing that you are so interested, we hope that you might head our volunteer group. Well, I'd be delighted. Oh, I don't
1: get what's happening.
2: I don't
0: either. Is he dreaming? Is that like the whole point of this? Is that he's actually still asleep? Uh, Captain
2: Carmichael reporting When do we start chief? Our first meeting is tomorrow at the old firehouse Captain Oh well I'll be there along with my Fellow
1: smoke eater Bagley <laughs> See that's more funny than him Catching them and they transform into stuff Right But like him struggling to do The simple thing feels like a appropriate joke
0: Which is funny because it's also A reverse of a Patrick Spongebob joke in the show Yeah <laughs>
1: So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that Patrick spinoff show. Yeah. What even did they say? What it is like?
0: No, I I I think it's maybe just something they're considering. remember that um. Wait, what? All right. Yeah, I don't I don't understand what's going on. At it's hard all. to follow.
1: Um. So there's a. There's a cost associated with animation where 3D stuff can be more appealing, but there are limits to factor into 3D. And I'm noticing that there's a lot of, like, sight gags that they're not doing because it would mean they have to model a whole object for it. Oh, sure. Or they'll talk about a character that's standing off screen, and it's like they had a setup for a clown, but instead of actually having a clown costume character... They just played a, a honking sound. Yeah. And that's just as good. I'm
0: down. It is crazy just how empty this looks. And I know, like, Jellyfish Fields is not a busy place, right? Like, we've seen it in the cartoon proper. But there's, like, proper depth or something, right? Like, I don't know, it just looks better in 2D. Like, this just looks really like this empty... I like,
1: um, Sonic Boom had this problem where it was clearly a budget thing, Uh, Mm -hmm. and it just looks like that when you realize, like, oh, they're recycling every single room they have, and, like, everyone's house looks exactly the same, and they, they do this thing where the, when it, when it turned into much more of a comedy, they would draw attention to it so many times that it made it worthwhile, um, I don't remember how many times they'd tell jokes where it's like... They'd have the same background people like show up at every place, and then like Knuckles or somebody would point out like, "Hey, isn't that that guy from back home?" And he's always standing next to that guy over there. Huh? And it was like, "Oh, well, thank you." Um. Oh. Or there was that one episode with all the supervillains showing up, and Shadow was there. And it's like, wait, like what do they say? Like at the end, like I don't know if this will go anywhere. And then the two robots are like, "No, no, think about it." You know, we, we got, like, uh, you know, five or six interesting characters, and then we just uh, recycle the same backgrounds every week. We have a couple seasons of a TV show. And then it just, like, ends there. Like, it cut to credits. Oh, nice. And it's like, that's a perfect way to end. <laughs>
0: hold it, hold it. I, don't, I know, like, we're talking, but I feel, like, I feel like there hasn't been, like, a lot of actual setup punchline jokes in this, whereas, like, Sonic Boom's, like, well-written.
1: Oh, yeah. But it, it also didn't start good. The- yeah. Now, see, right now, there's a little more going on visually. Who has a car without a
0: dented fender? Uh, And now we're back to not anywhere. But that last scene had,
1: like, interesting colors and more things going on. There still wasn't really jokes, but...
0: God, some of the animation is just so weirdly, like, I don't know, it's just, like, awkward. I don't like it. Like, Squidward is just weird.
1: Yeah, I think Patrick looks okay. Um, I don't like Sandy's arms. Like she just kind of moves funny. I'm not sure why.
0: Yeah, I feel like her, face her face is okay. Is fine. Yeah. You see, that's my issue with Squidward is I think his face is fucked up.
1: But also, his body's not that interesting.
0: That on duty at all yeah, that's kind of funny yeah call comes in and there's a fire you sound the alarm i feel like part of the problem with this is we're on 15 minutes this should have been a 10 minute short
1: oh it's just the entire episode is about jellyfish
0: yeah we, we got another like oh, five minutes i thought it was like
1: two i thought it was like a two-part thing like oh man this isn't much of a premise for 22 minutes
0: like if they had cycled through this in ten minutes, I think we'd have a lot less to complain about. See, okay.
1: I liked those mouths there. <laughs> like Patrick was animated very interestingly. you think we'll be able to,
2: to hear that alarm clear over at our house? Gee, I wonder. I'd hate to miss my first fire. Yeah. Better find out. Yep.
0: So I think part of the problem too is the backgrounds. I almost wondered. If the stuff in the background isn't, like, blurred out enough. Like, some of these edges are kind of sharp. And so you're not getting proper yeah. depth.
1: But then other parts sometimes aren't.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like, really inconsistent.
2: A minute and 45 seconds. Oh. <laughs> you know, I bet we could clip 15 seconds off that if we try. Let's try it again. Again, oh Lucy, I'm exhausted. We've been rehearsing all morning. So like all right, that now,
0: fall, man, I supposed to be funny, but it doesn't. Uh, like so they showed that geometry, it back, it didn't look like back, that.
2: Read the magazine. You know, any ordinary afternoon. Hark! I do believe I hear the signal from the firehouse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't mind this turn of events.
1: The animation is awful. Like the monster running.
2: I knew it. A minute and twenty-eight seconds. Oh, that's enough. If we cut off any more time, we'll get there before the fire starts. I'm surprised they didn't make Mrs.
0: Puff like do the pufferfish blow-up thing.
1: Well, one thing is yeah, she hasn't done that. They have this weird gag where she's constantly annoyed, but she hasn't actually puffed up once. Oh, that's very
2: comforting. <laughs> I think these things are important, Viv. I really do, or I wouldn't have you rehearsing them. I'm the captain. I feel that I have to get these things done to the best of my ability. Yes, Captain. make <laughs> fun of them, but I think they're very important. Where are you going? I'm going to go upstairs and take a nap. I want to see if I can fall asleep in 1 minute and 28
0: seconds. Oh. I'm going to get some coffee. Be kind of funny if you just cut to credits and there was just no other episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be funny.
0: It's gonna be weird working on something like this? Because if you have, like... You have to be like, okay, I understand that this isn't very good, but I'm getting paid to do it. It,
1: You know, there's a lot of jobs like that. I was thinking about, um, like, like one of the best games was, uh, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. It was like, oh, wow, it's so good, everyone loves it. But then, like, someone had to spend the time programming the horse testicle mechanic. Yeah. And it's like, you had to spend a lot of time on that.
0: I feel like this bubble thing wasn't played up enough earlier in the show for it to make sense. It just feels like a random way for them to get out of the uh, situation. Yeah. And I don't know why there's the announcer.
1: This feels like it's supposed to be payoff or something, but it's like, this didn't have to happen at all.
0: Yeah. feels like episode three i like
1: that sight gag of everything broken and on fire
0: yeah this is funny too with the jellyfish like bring squidward a flower because he thinks it's like that that's kind of cute yeah that's kind of cute look at this fucking weird ass interesting background now yeah, that, that, where was that? that? Very end, what the fuck? Where was that that whole well, episode?
1: The, this end credits thing. Like it, that's a pretty painting with lots of color.
0: Yeah, like I feel like I I feel like I was lied to. So, so that wasn't very good. I yeah. It,
1: it's um It's probably fine. It might get better with time. It's also, uh, I'm not the target audience on it, so it's one of those things where I don't want to actually be that critical. Yeah, but I, it's not—it's not inspired or anything.
0: <laughs> no, I know. I think there's a SpongeBob movie that came out recently, a new one, and uh, part of me's like, I should be into this. I've seen all the SpongeBob movies, even the bad ones. It's like, oh yeah. There's that qualifier. Maybe, maybe not. Like, the first SpongeBob movie, <laughs> which apparently came out in 2004, is fucking great. It's fantastic. And then, and then after that, it's like, nah, the series didn't need to go on any further. Like, it, it, it definitely did, but it, it that's. It's like see, first three seasons, the f- movie, you're done. Season four was fine. Season five has some okay episodes. And then, and then it just tanks. Um,. And now we get, and now we get Camp Coral.
1: We get Camp Coral. Yeah, that was that. I mean, I don't know. I I think uh, the problem with it is that it's what I thought it would be. Yeah. So to a certain extent, I can't uh, fault it for you know being worse than I expected or anything. It's like, at least they're up front, and they weren't overhyping this.
0: You, you kind of, you know, you comparing it to Sonic Boom, right? Like, you're right, like, the first episodes of Sonic Boom are not good, and then they're like, what if we lean into comedy? The thing, though, is, like, this is already trying to do that. It's just, like, <laughs> leaning into the wrong comedy. Like, it's like, what if we're really hyper, and people fly around, but there's no consequences, and it's just, like, 30 seconds of SpongeBob bouncing off the walls. It's like, well... No, like they just, you're literally wasting my time here. Like this is this isn't funny. It's just tedious. But I don't know. Like, like I'm thinking of like uh, Pony Life, right? Because we watched uh, we watched that on this show, on this podcast. And there's a lot of very hyperactive uh, jokes in that too, where the characters it just seems like things are moving really fast, and like that's just. The, the tone of it that's the, the point um this feels kind of like that but without the bite-sizedness to it like and i feel like that doesn't work in its favor if this was three like seven minute episodes of this like that might be better oh, i'm having triple
1: i can't find it what do you think of that uh that kind of teaser of what the next My Little Pony series might look like.
0: Oh, I was kind of impressed by that. I, I like the I like the designs well enough. I think that, I think all the characters look pretty cute. Um, the I know like the one male pony dancing. Like I think that like was animated really well. His head's a little boxy, but that's kind of a really minor nitpick, and you'll get used to it within the first five minutes he's on screen and never think about it again.
1: Um, I think what something that I like is that their hair looks like plastic. Oh, sure. Like, it has the consistency of the toys. Like, it, this doesn't, um, it's not like Toy Story where they literally are toys, but they kind of look like toys, and there's, like, an element of, I want to pick that one up and, and brush her hair.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I know there was a screenshot of, like, the unicorn had a, a tennis ball on her horn to, like, because it's pointy, right? Like, and, and she was in a place with, like, we gotta be safe. And I think that's like a really cute just still image that says stuff about the world. Like there's there's narrative in that one screenshot, uh, which has me hopeful that, you know, we're probably we might get something pretty good out of this. It's at
1: least um, it's not uh, heartless. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And devoid of creativity. Um, Like you can see the soul coming through. It looks like they clearly reached out to people that want to work on this thing.
0: Well, and it, I, I think it's going to be a movie first, which is probably why, like, the models and the textures look so good. But it's like, man, that is, like, night and day difference from what we just saw, which looked pretty ugly.
1: Yeah, so I'm looking at this still, and there's, like, detail around their hooves where there's, like, actual fur. Um, But it's not, like, a distracting amount of detail. It's, like, a subtle thing you only see if you look close. Yeah. And I'm I'm also pretty sure these are, like, a test thing. Like, this isn't, like, a teaser trailer. So who knows like where this goes next, but it's like, oh, okay, they're actually doing something different. I like that. It's kind of yeah. weird when, you know, after watching Camp Coral, where it's like every single face was familiar, but also bland and uninteresting. Did you see yeah, that new is... Star
0: Trek show? Uh, no.
1: Um, what is it? Prodigy?
0: I don't know if I like this uh, anime Rainbow Dash figure as much. Up yours.
1: She looks more legal than the pony.
0: Ha! That's funny. God damn.
1: So so I'm curious what you think of this Star Trek design.
0: Uh do, do do. Come on, close please. Facebook is going really slow for some reason. There we go. Oh, this is interesting. I don't so I'm looking at this, I like these designs. They don't scream Star Trek to me. Like none of them do. Yeah. Like, this looks more like something, like, a spinoff of Thor Ragnarok than it does Star Trek. Yeah.
1: I'm kind of wondering if somebody didn't design this and pitch it. And it's one of those things where it's like, but what if we put a Star Trek name on it and increase your budget by three whole dollars? And yeah. they go, well, we need those three dollars, so.
0: I do, I do think the designs are fun, like, as far as, like, cartoon aliens go. And the robot's kind of cool. I like how long and stupid his legs are. Like, there's... There's a lot of, like, care in these. I, I, it, It's just like, well, when I think Star Trek, I I think, you know, a certain style of uniform. I think a lot of humanoid human characters. Uh, so, yeah, th- this is a little, a little weird, but I feel like it has potential. Like, I'm not, like, put off by it.
1: Okay. I think it's over-designed, and I kind of am put off by it. Oh, really? Um, I think it's partially because I care about Star Trek.
0: Yeah, that might do it, you nerd.
1: So that's why I was kind of interested on your take, since you don't have that, like, emotional connection.
0: They There's a lot of detail. I'd be curious what these look like in motion.
1: I'm also just curious, like, how they're written, because this kind of looks like something I would see a movie poster. So it's like, Ooh. here's a Nickelodeon cartoon, and it's like, oh, I don't know if this will have quality behind it, because we just looks- watched a Nickelodeon cartoon, and I don't know yeah. how I feel about that.
0: It looks very DreamWorks.
1: It does.
0: Which there are good DreamWorks and there's really bad DreamWorks, and you don't always know what you're gonna get. I feel like nobody's yeah. grinning like that DreamWorks grin, and that makes me hopeful. Honestly, well, the character in the middle, who's supposed to be like the two middle characters, who are supposed to be like the main characters, probably uh, look the least interesting. Whereas I'm like, I like this little goo guy, like, I bet he's cute, and, like, this mechanic dude's probably gonna get into some scrambles.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm so bored with this cartoon, I'm yawning. <laughs> um, No, I could I could see, and again, if it didn't have the Star Trek label, I kinda wonder if it's like, new from Nickelodeon, Prodigy, join the intergalactic adventures of S'moreback and Blue Blob, and say, like, yeah, you know why not, I'll give that a shot. But when it's like the nude Star Trek, there's no humans in it, even though the point of Star Trek is about being optimistic about the future of humanity.
0: Yeah. Cartoons, man. I'm I'm too old to have opinions on them, but also opinions are cheap with camera to chat.
1: Yay, it's the thing from the show. <laughs> well, this was a fun experiment.
0: Yeah, I hope today's episode was fun. I enjoyed doing it, but that doesn't mean it was enjoyable, which is like the <laughs> tagline for this show now. <laughs>
1: oh, I didn't realize how uh, how fast time flew by. You want to have a glad space?
0: Sure. Ah, uh, what the fuck is my glad space? I had one picked out and I don't remember what it was. Oh, no. Oh! My, uh, my i had a, I had a vocal lesson with uh with my my teacher this week mark that went really well. We're working on high screams and uh, uh by the end of that lesson we are definitely like making some pretty good progress about placement and stuff but the lesson itself was really silly uh one of the big things parts of it was like uh the the way you you make these noises is you, you you're pushing through a very a very nasally resonance like it's very like talking like mandark, dark like you know like rah, 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 rah. um. And so to keep to get me to, like, do that, he's like, OK, I want you to I want you to read something in that voice for like a couple minutes. And so he's look So I grabbed a book off, uh, off my shelf. I grabbed a, a fantasy book called The Fifth Season. And I was like, I gra- OK, I hope I don't accidentally flip to a page where they're having sex because there's some fucking in this book. So I flip to a random page and it is like, of course, a page where they're starting to have sex. And uh, and that was really funny, because I started reading until I figured out what they were doing, and so I flipped to, it, you know, like, 50 pages ahead, and then it's, like, the main character getting out of the shower, and she's naked. And I was like, oh my fucking god. um, But, like, reading that, like, with like the monarch's voice was super funny, and just, like, like, this is dumb, and I feel dumb, but I have to commit to this, because I'm literally paying you money to teach me how to do a thing, and you're telling me that this is how I'm going to learn it. And, uh, it, it was just, it was a really, really like silly lesson. We spent so much time just making dumb voices at each other, which is usually how the lessons go, but it it's, it's funny. Um, and so it was good though. And, and I'm, I'm thinking on my own within the next couple of weeks, I'm probably going to be able to figure this out pretty well. And then like the next lesson we have, I'll, I'll get it and I'll, I'll, I'll have it down. So that'll be nice.
1: I'm looking at these My Little Pony dolls, and it's like, I, I really like how Rarity looks, but she has the least amount of personality. It's like, she's just kind of standing there. Everyone else is like, like this Pinkie Pie one, she looks like a pop star.
0: Wait, did you send these? Because if so, I haven't got them yet.
1: Um, I don't think I did.
0: So you sent me Fluttershy.
1: No, I, I sent you the group shot.
0: I don't like fucking Fluttershy.
1: You're not supposed to fuck her. You're supposed to enjoy tea time with her.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't like Fluttershy. Rarity looks okay. She's she's doing a... She looks a okay. Runway um, mom pose.
1: <laughs> I like... Everyone else has a lot more going on, I feel.
0: How come some of them have uh, pony ear headbands and some of them don't?
1: I Well, I think it's tied to headgear because Pinkie Pie is like a pop star and sometimes they wear cat ears and then Rainbow Dash has goggles on so they're just cute goggles
0: okay I guess that makes sense but I, I like, like um...
1: Twilight has a school book and she's in a school uniform and her skirt has a cutie mark on it and she has her nerd glasses and it's like it leans into tropes on so many levels where it's like oh that sells the character so well and then Rarity it's like look at my ass it's kind of there
0: I suppose. Anyways, I that's think, my glad
1: space is Rarity's ass.
0: Okay, well, that's... It's. I like Applejack. It's really boring, but I think her pony version in the statue is really well done. Yeah, like, I think cute. that's a good pose with a That good would look facial good expression. on a
1: shelf, yeah.
0: And then she's just like, look at me. I'm the cowboy one. I have a hat. And it's like, we get it.
1: Anyways, these are from Bishu, Bishouju statue.
0: Aren't these like really fucking expensive?
1: Made by Kodobukia. Well, I don't I'm ask Richard. Sure. He he owns these. So does he? He he got the poison ivy one. I think.
0: Okay, that's better. I was. You know po- what? I you know good for you, Richard. I'm glad you own things that make you happy.
1: Uh, poison ivy. Let me look this up and see if that's I'm, what I'm thinking. I'm pretty
0: of. sure these are like seventy dollars a statue.
1: You know what? Maybe I'm thinking of a different Poison Ivy, because I don't think that's the one he has. Richard, can you write in and tell me which the creepy statues you have on your shelf again?
0: I like Rainbow Dash in this, though. She's got a good a good amount of stuff going on. Like, there's I a like, lot of movement to it.
1: I like all of them except Rarity. I I feel like it's lacking something, and I'm not sure what you do to improve it.
0: The problem with Rarity is they're being the laziest they possibly can with her personality. It's not that it's, like, a bad Rarity statue, it's just, like, a lot of these others, like, there's there's so much going on, there's, there's movement, there's, you know, the, there's what you really expect, and then Rarity's just kind of standing there, like, she's not, I don't know, she should be doing something, I don't know, there's just, it, need, it needs a you couple know, more details.
1: I kind of wish that she was working, like, I wish that she was, like, carrying um a couple spools of cloth, and she had, like, a clipboard and tape measure, like, hanging out of her hand. Yeah. While she's like correcting her glasses like she's like inspecting something. That would lean into the anime tropes that they're trying to build into the statue and also the character.
0: This this whole segment is why I can't share this show with anybody, by the way.
1: Oh I know, right? I um I, I had to tell somebody, oh, I can't right now. I'm recording a podcast tonight. And they said, You have a podcast? And I said no, and I set Discord to offline mode.
0: <laughs> it's funny because like there's a certain level of, like, no, like, I, I really like this show, but I also like that no one knows it exists. Like, it, it's just, I'm an embarrassing soup of a person. I'm just, like, just, I'm just awful. I like that we have
1: our time together. I do, too. It's fun to share things.
0: Yes. This Poison Oops. Ivy statue's all right.
1: Yeah, I'll have to see which one uh, Richard has, because I know... Uh, He was very excited to get a more recent one because he had an old one that was based on the animated show. And then I think for Christmas last year, his wife got him a, a nice, more contemporary one. Like the quality is better. Okay. And I can't remember where it came from because there's a lot of these different like high quality statue companies now.
0: Uh, it it's kind of funny, like the idea of like oh, his wife bought up a sexy poison ivy anime statue. It's like that's a cute that's a cute couple right there, maybe I don't oh, know yeah just, no like, it's good for them
1: um, if you ever come out here to visit uh you and me and Richard can go somewhere and watch him nap while we eat waffles.
0: I'm fucking down for that. that sounds like a good time.
1: oh, it is we do that we do that for every black Friday. We'll go out and get um like eggnog waffles that I hop and. And then fall Egg asleep early, waffles. and then that's a it's a good day.
0: God, I'm down for that. Assuming we can drink sometime between those two options,
1: or during, why not?
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. Well. Anyways, I'm sorry for everyone for the show. As always, take care and remember, Camp Coral can't get you un- unless it's like Friday the 13th, where it can.
0: I feel like Camp Coral needs one more le- letter that starts with a K, because they sell it, they spell it with two Ks, and I'm just like, K, K. Oh, oh, before we go. So I was driving to work, and there was a, a, a police car in front of me, and its license plate was E6281. And I was like, that's so fucking close. <laughs> I wanted to get out and scrape off the eight. I...
1: On VR chat, somebody's like username had uh, had random landers at the end. and It was like FBY79, and so I read that out loud, and I was like, "Oh, is that that like furry site? Are you the guy that owns that site?" And like two other people were like, "Oh, are you the guy with that site?" And everyone surrounded him and like started asking him questions. <laughs> like they were all in on the joke, and he got like scared and teleported away.
0: That's fucking awesome. Dude. I
1: I love um. I love just harassing strangers. I guess I—I I don't know. That's fair. This beer's okay.
0: Good. Drink it faster; it'll taste better. Stone, you've done it again. Huzzah! Alrighty. Um, should we should we call it here? Should we say good night to everybody for realsies now?
1: Oh, are you still recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye.